Vagabonders, vagabond life. That's how life. we're gonna open the podcast. Already started. Recording. <laughs> Here we are. We're started. I know we're Brian, live now. I know Brian Kissinger's not gonna be happy about the way this podcast started. We're back. Welcome well, we back. Know. Well, you know he wants us to tighten it up in the beginning. Oh yeah, that. it's never tight. We lose. Brian, Brian I just got a Christmas card. For Pour a little of that coffee out for Brian Kissinger. Right in my mouth. We are. <laughs> I already, already poured the whole cup. <laughs> Behind the scenes, if you guys would have known, I. I already scorched my body with a cup of coffee I spilled over. He did it for, to offer up souls. I, I did it for the fans. Yeah. The live audience yeah. saw you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your guys' they weekend? Water. Oh, hey. They out here. They out here. They out here. How was your guys' weekend? Mine was, mine was great. It was doing? pretty good. Yo, oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad, man. No, Go no, ahead. No, I need to hear it. I need to hear it. Go ahead, Yours was bad, Mark? No, it was good. I was at the Christmas party for Vagabond. Okay. The one you missed because it was your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two years. What'd you do for your? Oh my bad. Dude. Was that a joke? No, <laughs> my, my bad, dude. If my anniversary. Was, joke I don't know why it wasn't me. I don't know why the band. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're right. The roots. Yeah. We got the roots here on. Yeah, Quest Love. Yeah. <clears throat> What'd you do for your anniversary? Fondue. Yeah, we went to the melting pot. Okay. Bought the little cheese, little all that stuff. The yeah. little chocolate one too. Did the chocolate one. Never done fondue before. It's awesome. It's awesome unless you have a beard because then it it's all over your beard. It's a, it's a drippy kind of a night. Mm. And not drippy isn't cool. Yeah. But like. Not yeah, drippy like Santonio who's drippy. Not Santonio like drip game. Hey, on point. On point. <laughs> uh, dang. Yeah, I did. Um, What did I do this weekend? I don't remember. Long pause. Let me, let me guess. Scratch your butt. Nah. Nah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. No, I forgot. It was funny. Thanks, Mark. I just didn't laugh out loud. Okay. Well, uh, time to get it tight. <clears throat> time time to get in there. All right, real quick, yeah. before we get it tight, before we get it tight, who's your top five? Top five what? Come on, you know. That's not a... We don't got a top five what? You already know. Top five, man. Who your top, top five? Top five musicians? All the time. <laughs> Who your top five, man? Because um, you sent me a text the other day, and Mark was in it, you being the best rapper. So I, is it you? Are you in your own top five? Did I say best rapper ever? I said best Catholic rapper. Is that not a rapper? I'm the greatest Catholic rapper ever. Vera said it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, Brian Kissinger is going to already turn this podcast yeah, he's, off. Yeah, he's going to be upset about it. Um, let, we'll get into that later. I mean... You already know. We I think we already talked about it. We said Jay Z, Kanye. Remember we were talking about like who our who our favorites were. Not our favorite. Who's your favorite? Well, me and Mark were like we vote as a block. C block. Mm. Mark brought me into the game. C block in prison. <coughs> <service. coughs> okay, now I'm on. Like C note hundred. Anyway, all right. Um, so we got a very special episode for you today. Um, 
So special. we have a, a beautiful woman down here in the podcast studio. Am I right, boys? That's why yes, I'm sir. sweating. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, <laughs> not only is she beautiful, she's smart, she's holy. Um, why don't you introduce her to us, Santonio? She's sitting next to you. Yeah, I feel like I always introduce him. I mean, you you were on the path of introducing. I know, but then I thought I'll, no, I'll pick up. I'll pick up. Beautiful, like you said, holy, super smart, extremely Catholic, all around wonderful. We love her so much, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, Chica. <laughs> yeah, Chica is crowd is going crazy right now. Crowd is going crazy. Chica's been working for uh, Vagabond, I almost said Vagabond Productions, Vagabond uh, Missions for the last year and change. No, seven, six months. Six months. Wow. I almost said year and change, six months. Um, I would say your title, but I, I get it wrong a lot. So I'm going to let you uh, share your title with us. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, it's in the process of changing. So currently, I am the director of formation and events, but I think we're changing it to director of missionary care, which encompasses formation and events and just the holistic care of our missionaries. Loving. You should just say, should say the loving of the missionaries. Mm. I do love them. Missionary loving. No. Director of missionary loving. Mm. Missionary mom. Missionary mama. I'm gonna do okay. Yeah. Well, Kate, Bob's wife. We call her, I call her Vagamama. I think yeah. most people do. So yeah, she yeah. put her name on like uh, Facebook or so. She's not on there anymore. But I just as Facebook or Instagram as Vagamom or Vagamama, and then I, for whatever reason, people thought it was like some perverted name, and people kept like texting her like, "Are you a swinger?" Whoa! The deuce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. She's not. Right? <clears throat> she's not. She She's said not. no, and then okay. I told okay, her to get good. off of Facebook or whatever. Yeah. It was on Instagram. What it was. Yeah, Instagram. I saw that. Well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Were you one of the people that asked her if she <laughs> was a I'm about to make that joke, but anyway. Um, okay, so um, you you're, you care for our missionaries, you help form our missionaries. It's uh, yeah, it's awesome to have you uh, to have you part of the crew. Um, maybe before we jump into, I, I want to hear like how you uh, ended up with vagabond missions, um, and maybe just some of the some of the little nuggets of wisdom that God has. Uh, bless you since being here but uh can you just tell us like you, you always love jesus you always been catholic how how's how's that yeah, yeah. what's your uh, story so i am the youngest of four i have two older brothers and older sister we grew up in uh i was born and raised in los well born in los angeles and <coughs> uh grew up in loma linda california and my my parents are like super active in the church so my dad was part of Knights of Columbus. My mom was a lector. My brothers were altar servers. My sister and I sang in the choir, and then I was also a lector. Um, I love church. Like, we lived a seven-minute, like, walk from the church. So we would go there all the time. And my siblings were in youth group, and being the youngest, like, you just want to do what your older siblings were doing. So, you know, church was fun. I, I liked going to church. We had a close-knit uh, community there. And... You know, pray, we pray the rosary before and after, like, every uh, CCD class back in the day with CCD. My mom taught us how to pray the rosary, and we pray the rosary <laughs> going to school every single day because wow. we lived half an hour from our school. So, yeah, and the sense of, like, the Catholic faith, my, my family is quite Catholic. Um, even though I was, like, praying about my grandfather passed away a few years ago at the age of 94, 
and he's just like this, he's such a good man. And I was just thinking about how even before I was born, like the Lord put that faith into mm-hmm. motion and my grandparents and then my parents and now us. And then my siblings have nieces and nephews and I'm a godmama of two of them. So just that generational faith that we then take mm-hmm. on to make our own. Um, yeah, so I, I did grow up loving the Lord, but it was also the like, oh yeah, I know Jesus loves me. And because you love me so much, Jesus, you can't help but give me what I want. So I had a very Santa Claus relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. uh, until like my eighth grade going into ninth grade year. I had a friend, I had a friend who passed away in a car accident along with four other people. And it was just a really tragic experience for me. Um, I told God I hated him for the first and only time I quickly repented. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was what changed a lot for me. I went from like, God, I love you to God. I love you, but I'm so angry with you. And I'm in high school and there is trying, like me trying to fit in and do all this stuff. So I'm going to parties, I'm drinking up a storm. I'm, you know, doing all the the things that the stereotypical high schooler does, not every high schooler. Um, so if you're a high schooler listening to this and you're not doing those things, praise be to God, don't do them. So I went into college and just found myself desiring so much and looking for that in just all the stupid places. And my best friend, uh, in my freshman year, I called him. I was like bragging about something stupid I did. And he was like, that's not funny. And he was the first yeah. person to put me in check. And he was like, you know, you're getting to the point where you do something new and I'm not surprised anymore. Like, you know that you're made for like better. And I was mad and I hung up the phone and, you know, we didn't talk for many years, actually up until like two years ago, um, I contacted him. We went out to lunch and it was great. Um, But he put me in my place and I did some time after that, went on a young adult retreat where, again, another experience of Jesus's just abundant mercy and uh, went to confession. I gave a full confession for the first time. I I used to be like, oh, yeah, I had a, a drink. I'm not 21. I had an adult beverage. I'm not 21. It was like, no, forgive me, Father, for I sinned. I got drunk, and this is how many times, and blah, blah, blah. Like, it was the first time I gave a real confession. Not the first time, but the first time in a long time. And um, because of that, uh, just I was able to really pray about, like, God. I prayed about three things. Um, I said, tell me what I'm passionate about. And I saw my friends, you know, doing well in school and, you know, really passionate about things. I said, I don't know what I'm passionate about. And he says, you love me, you love teens, and you love to talk. So talk about me to teens. Mm -hmm. And that was when I took a year off of school. I'm Nigerian. You know, a Nigerian family, that is like the worst thing you can do. Pretty much. I mean, (laughs) we started arguing. My family and I started arguing about everything. Like, mom, I think I should do that. That's not an option. I think I should do that. Well, you're not going to do it. Well, I really think I should. Okay, well, what do you want for dinner? Because (laughs) they would just change the subject. We're like, let's go shopping. Like, all Nigerians. And um, yeah, so it was just, it was a tough thing. Like, God, do you want me to do this? Because it's bringing up difficulties in my family and that can't be of you but the more I prayed about it the more I felt like I was called to do net ministries it's the national evangelization teams um they're based in the U.S. it's like 18 to 27 year olds who travel around the country putting on retreats for junior high and high school students um so I wrote them a letter because I literally was thinking like they can't argue with pen and paper 
So I wrote them a letter, slipped it under their door, and I just waited, <laughs> like, oh shoot, what are they gonna say? And my mom, after talking to my dad, she's like, well, we can't argue with pen and paper. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I wish I thought about this sooner. Um, but I remember writing in there, for the first time in my life, this has nothing to do with me. And for the first time in my life, this has nothing to do with you. I wow. think God's calling me. I mean, that is bravery. I'm so surprised they didn't ship me off to Nigeria. Like, <laughs> oh, they were just so good. Um, but I did net and then, you know, finished out school, uh, worked in a parish as a confirmation coordinator, young adult minister, high school communion prep coordinator for eight years um, and just started feeling restless. Mm-hmm. And that's always been God's way of telling me, like, prepare for a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that change did not come quickly. And I was restless for a good four years. Um, and I, I realized hindsight being 2020, which was not a great year for us. So hindsight being something else, uh, I just realized I wasn't saying yes to God. Like, that's why I was so restless for so long because I thought like, you wouldn't be calling me to leave this job that I love with the people that I love. Like, no. So I did net a second time and God was like, you know, that's so great. You did it. You learned a lot, but that's not what I'm calling you to do. So I ended up leaving this job that I loved so much. And I just felt like, all right, Lord, you're going to tell me where to go. I'm, I'm doing the, again, second worst thing you can do as a Nigerian. First thing to leave school for any amount of time. Second thing is to quit a job before you have another job in place. Yeah. My mom was like, what are you doing? You already don't make enough money because you work for God. <laughs> like, <laughs> but what are you doing? And for like something, not something, the Holy Spirit kept telling me to save before that time. Like, just save more money, save more money. And it was great because for three months, I didn't have a job. And I was getting worried, like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, I need I need a job, like, do something. And I was um, volunteering with Life Team, and they said, can you, um, can you just help us out with some talks? And I started, you know, doing some of their conferences and talking, and I spoke at a, an Empower conference, and someone said, hey, I heard you speak here. Can you come to my church? And I'm thinking, like, yeah, sure. I've done some talks for XLTs, for youth ministers. And then someone at that church said, hey, uh, I heard you speak at this church. Can you come to mine? And then it happened again where someone said, I heard you speak at this church. Can you come to mine? And I said, sure. And after that, someone, um, a man came up to me and he said, do you know that you speak in such a way? uh, Or he said, do you know that you have the gift of tongues? I was like, dude, shut up. Like, what did I say? And when did I say? Because I've always prayed for that spiritual gift. And he was like, calm down. It's not that. And I was like, why did you say it? Um, He was like, but you speak in such a way that the Holy Spirit is evident. It's cross-generational. It's all these things. And he affirmed, not me, but he affirmed the Holy Spirit, like the work of the Holy Spirit in me. And I just had immediate peace. And it was just like, keep doing this. So for the the past five years, um, I was a, just a full-time evangelist, like go where the Lord calls you to go and speak to whom the Lord calls you to speak to. And people ask like, what's your favorite place? And honestly, like, I don't like Fresno, California is just as good as speaking in, you know, uh, West Virginia. I actually, yeah, I have spoken in West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. So. Not yeah, all. like not, no, not one bit, not one bit, sir. No, <laughs> so uh, yeah, like just God is just so faithful, and I try to listen to that faithfulness, and that's what brought me to Vagabond. So, five years into not even five, like 4.75, I don't know. Um, I, I was, I know, right, trying to like map it out, but. <coughs> 
yeah, long story short, I was doing, uh, Andy invited me to, or Father Josh, actually, Father Josh Johnson invited me to come do something called Redeemed Online. They were having this Advent series called Fate, uh, Advent Made Simple in Louisiana. And I said, sure. And that's the first time I met Andy. And he is like, do you want to work for Vatican? What did you think when you first met Andy? I was like, this guy's so goofy, but he's so <laughs> sweet. Like goofy and yeah. sweet and tall and yeah <laughs> that's what my family so thinks about him except the sweet part yeah. you know, the goofy and tall that's yeah but he was like directing this thing and i'm i get nervous in front of cameras i do not like speaking in front of cameras because in front of people like there's interaction in cameras i'm like nah. so mm-hmm. i'm don't only... tell chica there's a camera right there don't tell me that. <laughs> just kidding no camera no yeah camera. so he was just really patient and he was like hey would you ever work for vagabond and i was like What's that? <laughs> and, so, and this is in October. Wait, no, you knew what Vagabond was because we well, I had he, the, the lot. Yeah, I took over your IG. Yeah, no, because we met. It. So we met at Seek in 20, Arizona, 2019. 2019. And I still so got that chapstick you gave me too. It was from Blessed Is She. They have the, no. <laughs> Some amazing chapstick. My lips were. What does it say? God is the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus is the bomb. Jesus is the bomb. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, we we met and then you did take over my IG. So I, but I still didn't know what it was about. So you listened to my story and you're telling me you didn't understand it after that. Either I did a bad job. No, because you were still transitioning out of. I knew more about your Baltimore stuff than that. <clears throat> <laughs> so what happened? I wasn't out Baltimore, oh, okay. but it's all good. Philly. It was chilly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're getting off track yes. here. Uh, so <laughs> bring it back, back. to back <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> That was me rewinding, see? Yeah, that, dude, that worked. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, so Andy invited me, like he was like, Would you come work for Vagabond? And I was just like, no. And so that was October of 2020. And then March of 2021, y'all had the gathering, which is like all the staff coming in. And uh, someone was supposed to host and be the retreat master for that, but there was that crazy snowstorm. It's Father Josh, yeah. He <laughs> I was trying not to say names, but oh. yeah, so call him out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was legit, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, so, we, we moved the date, it, yeah. was, it was a whole thing. That snowstorm just shut everything down. So yeah, y'all moved the dates. And um, I guess Father Josh was like, get Chica to come. <clears throat> to come on. So, um, we made that happen. And I just remember that the missionaries, like you have amazing missionaries and they're so different from the missionaries of other ministries that I've been a part of. Like, it's not about maintaining a certain look or even a certain language or a certain, like whatever, it's just like a, not a free for all. Cause I don't, I don't want to <laughs> I mean, put it like that. But, no, that's no. Sometimes it is. no, but in the most beautiful way, because you know, holiness attracts, right? And I'm someone like, I don't have any tattoos. I think I felt like I was like maybe one of like two or three people that didn't have any tattoos at the whole gathering. Everyone has tats and, you know, just, it's this thing where you, sometimes we as Catholics can say, this is the way Catholics should look, or this is the way Catholics should be. Mm. And y'all just flip that on its head. And it's like, no, this is the way that Catholicism is totally lived out. And you don't have to fit this mold. Like, do you love Jesus? Do you want to serve him? Okay, well, go and do that and do it well. And y'all are doing that well. So when I saw the missionaries and there's so much joy, I was like, there's something to this. So then Andy 
being a little on the on the funny side, he was like, hey, goofy Ch- side. Goofy side. He was like, hey, Chica, can we go for a walk? And I'm thinking like he wants to talk. So we start going up this trail that's not a trail. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is just weird. He wants to kill so, me. Right? So, then, <laughs> so then we come back and we sit on this bench. He's like, Chica, I'd like to draw you a picture. <laughs> I was like, what, what? the? Yes. Yo. Like, what is going on? Oh, my gosh. And so we're sitting on this bench, and he starts drawing these boxes, and, and it's the organization chart. And he's like, this is where I think you fit in, in Vagabond. And I was already starting to feel like my heart move, but I was, I was still like, no. And then later on, uh, after the retreat, Santonio and I, I shouted Santonio, and we went up to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I hated it. Pittsburgh was just a hit in it March. It was a gloomy day. Gloomy, all the steel. It was cold. I hated everything about Pittsburgh. The sushi Pittsburgh. was good, though. But, sir, it was. I was freezing. <laughs> Nothing was good because I was just miserable, and I just thought everything was so ugly. You know that Pittsburgh sushi, though. Dude, nothing like it. I, <laughs> so so <laughs> close to the that ocean. That rust right, sushi. Right. <laughs> Especially coming, you know, from a Californian. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I, uh, but I think by that time, like, I was already just like, all right, Lord, I, I, I want nothing to do at this place, but I still feel like you're, you're working on my heart. And then we, uh, San Antonio and I went to a grocery store because he was doing, um, he was breakout. setting up for a breakout, which is like the youth night. And we went to the grocery store and he's like, you know, we missed two of these kids. We missed their birthdays and we're going to have like what was it, ice cream, whipped cream, pizza, yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm used to having a youth ministry budget, which means there, there's no budget. So mm-hmm. you get the cheapest, generic, off-brand item. And San Antonio's just like looking around and like, okay, that's on sale, but you can get the best bang for your buck on this one. And he was just like, no. And he's still looking around. And I'm thinking like, we got to go. Like, let's, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, no, this is on sale. And he's like, Chica, you don't get it. I said, I don't get it. Like, what's going on? And he said, you know, we missed their birthdays. I said, but they understand that why you missed it. You were on retreat. You even brought them goodie bags before you left to recognize that. And, you know, because he was nervous that these teens weren't going to show up. And he said, so many people in their lives cancel on them. So many people in their lives, like, leave. And we don't want to be that, those people. And they you know, pretty much like they deserve good things. And after that, I was like, they buy the briars and you <laughs> get that good whipped cream, you know, and all of that stuff. And and we went and they were apprehensive when mm-hmm. they first came. But after that, it was such a good time. And like, my heart was just, I was smitten. Like those teens are so funny. That was good. And they, <clears throat> and they loved you too. Oh my gosh. The one boy, especially. When the one we played Connect Four? Yeah, the one you played Connect oh Four with. Yeah, he was all about you. I <laughs> I was so, I was so, I'm still upset about losing because I won, I think he won one, I won one, and then I just didn't see what he saw. He knew if I placed it in this one position, I would have won, but I just didn't see it. Mm. And then he won and he felt so good about it. I just wanted to bring him down. <laughs> the celebrations that this kid does oh my are gosh. always over the top. Right? Always over but the then top. I beat him in Uno twice and Lord knows you can't tell me nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man well thank god that uh you're here now i remember on the get at the gathering like in one of your talks you talk, started talking about when you start feeling restless at, you, and and 
you said I'm and I'm feeling restless now and, and I was like in the back of like just started praying I was like God please let this mean that she's gonna come join Vagabond <laughs> like and I didn't even like really know you but I just was like I don't know I just knew I had a feeling maybe it was probably the Holy Spirit but like I was like she would be great like we'd be so blessed to have her so I'm, I'm glad that it worked out that way um can you talk a little bit I'd, I'd just love to hear like what your job entails now of like caring for our missionaries forming our missionaries and then maybe like as your role gets a new name or like what your vision i just think it'd be good for people listening maybe are interested in vagabond to like hear how like our missionaries are formed yeah um i always say you know i don't want to be i never want to stereotype our teens i also don't want to be naive about their situations and so some of our missionaries are going into some really tough areas. You know, we, in our Wichita group, you know, there have been a couple of deaths of, of our young people, and that's really tough. And so how do we sustain them? How do we give them hope? You know, San Antonio and I were joking, like, when I moved to Pittsburgh, I was like, well, here I come to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because of... Because of the, the cold? Well, the cold, the first, the first season, season of the podcast... There's like all these stories oh, and I'm like, yeah. oh my, like, well, here's, here's where I come to die. Lord, like <laughs> I will be a martyr. Um, there's all these different things, but there is this like stereotype of like working in inner cities. People forget the beauty of it. Mm. Like there's so much good and our mm. teens are funny. And I even think about camp. Camp was, you know, we have, uh, we host a camp for all of our sites in uh, Ohio in August and it was tough. It was for sure tough, but it was the first time I really felt I understood, you know, the, the good shepherd who leaves a 99 for the one, because there was like 90% of the group that got it. And they were, uh, they were at mass, they were listening to the talks, they were praising, you know, they were there. And then there was like that 10% that was just like, every time I play the song, I'm going to run. <laughs> and we were literally chasing after this, this group of teens. And then, you know, the last day they're, they're just getting antsy. And I asked them like, why are you running? What? I was like, do you not like Ike? Do you not like the music? And, you know, it wasn't that they loved it, but they said, we're tired of crying. We're tired of, of feeling things. And you realize like they are in situations that they didn't put themselves into, you know, whether it's institutional and systemic racism, poverty, uh, you know, a criminal justice system that's unfair, that takes men out of their homes and away from kids, and therefore that those kids can't be protected in the ways that they should be protected. Um, it's just life. Life is hard sometimes. Mm. And they're not given a chance. They're not given a sign of hope. So when we put missionaries there, we want to make sure that the missionaries are built up. And so we have training uh, for our new missionaries in June. We have different gatherings and retreats throughout the year. Uh, currently, right now, we're going through our Advent uh, devotional that I'm writing up and sending out um, to our missionaries to pray with. I really want to take us into a direction of personal, spiritual, and professional formation. Because our missionaries, like after, you know, we want, we would love long-term missionaries um, that yes, can we grow. Would. Yeah. So it's like, you know, right now it's like a year of mission, but if you want to see two or three years to walk it really a company or young people, we would love that. So how can we do that? Well, how can we make a, a space and environment where, you know, you can stay in this long-term, um, 
but if the Lord is calling you to take what you learn from Vagabond and go elsewhere, well, let's teach you how to do a resume and a cover letter mm -hmm. and how to do an interview. And even if that's not for you, you can then teach that to the young people mm -hmm. so that they can learn how to get jobs and contribute well. Um, even things like, and this is so unfortunate, but we have to talk about uh, first aid training and active shooter training. And the more that we know, the more that we're able to depart on our, our yeah, depart on our, our teens in part. I don't know the word is, but to give to our young people to know. So I really want to do a holistic um, formation for our missionaries, for them themselves personally, but also things that they can use to benefit our young people and their communities that they're in. And that's ongoing throughout throughout the year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love, um, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it, yeah, I don't know. It's always just so interesting knowing that, uh, like, I, sometimes I forget, like, how young Vagabond is uh, in in the years that it's <coughs> been in existence. And so, like, something like that, I mean, I'm sure, like, Bob had no clue how to, so, like, think about something like that, like, way early on is just trying to, like, stay afloat or, like, get this shit moving. And so, like, as as it's like continuing to ship everyone, 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 everyone's like, "Whoa, he's uh, get this ship moving with a P." I knew he said ship to, to keep the boat afloat. Yeah, here we go. go. Okay, better, keep, better. Yeah, better. please scratch that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I heard you. No. I heard you say ship. Yeah, I definitely did. With a P. Yeah, not not from my mama. Um, but but no, yeah, to have something like that, you know, to you said personal, spiritual. And like a professional, uh, like enrichment, like I, I love it. I think that's something that's going to be like super attractive for not just current, but like might attract some missionaries to come on, come on board as well. I got I got a question regarding that. Uh, you know, so like you see <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> like the young people that are becoming missionaries, and you know, you see them a lot of them right when they become missionaries. Um, what what do you think you know because we uh like as a recruitment team you know like we're it's always like you know we're thankful to god that he puts people like in our path that we're able to introduce to the mission and uh you know kind of have some of the moments that you were talking about like just like this exciting moment between you and god where you're like god what do you call me to what, what are you doing like it's kind of fun as a recruiter to be the person that facilitates that conversation with God, you know, because ultimately it's not a conversation between us and the mm -hmm. potential missionaries, so just bringing them to a, a conversation with God. But like, what are you seeing? Um, why do you think um, so many people, uh, young people uh, are throwing their, you know, their hat into the ring uh, being a missionary? Cause it, it is, it is kind of a weird, wild, I, I guess could be wonderful. scary or wonderful. Weird, wild, wonderful. Weird, Ooh, wild, weird, wild, and wonderful. That I think isn't that the West Virginia? Uh, it's, it's similar. Wild, wonderful, uh, open for business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. I think that, that really is. Very oh, gosh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> oh, West, West Virginia. Virginia. We've done a lot of talking about West Virginia today. Yeah. Uh, it's the second time we shouted them out. But anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, what is it that you're seeing that's like attracting the heart of like young people to mission work? Why do you think that's happening? Well, I think in particular, you know, mission with Vagabond is that eyes are opened to um, 
to injustice and people are like, what can we do to, um, to bring healing? And it's honestly like, it's some teens are teens. I think that's so important to remember is that teens are teens. The circumstances around how they're living that teen, those teenage years is different you know, but teens are teens. And I had to remember that too. I think when we had camp and I was giving these, these talks, I'm like, oh my gosh, are these teens going to like me? Like I'm from the suburbs, you know, I'm not, I don't really do inner city things. And I'm like, they're going to hate me. Oh my gosh. And I remember praying about it. And I'm like, girl, why are you anxious? Like these are teenagers and they need to know the love of God. Are you going to not tell them about Jesus because you're nervous? Like get over yourself. And I see that we have some amazing missionaries um, this year. And I'm saying this year, not that you have it in years past, but I've only been here six months, so I can only speak to this year. And we have some who are, I think about like Lucia, who's done nonprofit work and community work. And I think about, um, you know, Soleil, who is just so full of of joy and is really outgoing. And then you also have... uh, you know, some folks are a little bit more on the quiet side. Um, Tim. Tim? Yeah. Okay. Down on uh, Greenville. Yeah. yeah. So, but I I think I've only seen Tim in action. Um, so I don't know about that quiet side, but there you go. That just shows you that even those who are quiet can come out of their shell and they can, you know, really preach and teach and not even, man, they can just sit and listen. Mm. And that is so necessary is just to see people to sit with them there is a young girl (laughs) i pray for her like all the time there's a young girl i met we used to have a missionary named squeaky and squeaky i was living with the missionary woman she said hey i'm bringing over a teen to the house for lunch and i met this girl and she was like sitting at the table and i was like oh hey how you doing and she just looks me up and down i'm like this girl right here (laughs) like what did i do and I said, oh, so where'd you go to lunch? Looks me up and down. And I said, well, what'd you get? Looks me up and down. And I was like, all right. So I get nervous. I get in my feels. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Nice to see you. And I say her name. And she's like, how do you know me? And I was like, I don't know you. Oh, <laughs> mad, whatever, go upstairs. And I'm all, you know, in my feels because I'm honestly a sh- like a, more on the shy side of things. I'm super introverted, so it takes me a lot to come out of my shell. Then when you feel that rejection, it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, a 12-year-old just, you know, is now keeping me in my room because I don't want to go downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) But I realized, like, man, it takes all sorts of personalities. It takes someone who's outgoing. It takes someone who's a little bit quieter. It takes someone who knows the mission field and some who are just willing to know the mission field. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're looking for all, all sorts. Um, Some that are a little stinkier, you know. To me. Um, I've gotten better in my older, you know, gotten married. Yeah, you're not stinky, though, for sure. I was. There was a time, I'll admit it, I used to stink. Personal hygiene wasn't a, you know, <laughs> a high priority. But why are we talking yeah, about Yeah, I was just going to say, this, 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 show, this, show this show just took like a hard Whoa. left turn, bro. Oh, Brian yeah. Kissinger, if he's still listening, he's going to be so upset. He's going to be so Oh, mad. my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to say many different types, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just trying to add to that. That's where that's where I got there. And you know what's beautiful is like, <clears throat> just to affirm you, Bob, like one of my favorite, um, <laughs> one of my favorite moments that made me realize like, 
God, you're doing something. That vagabond is founded on the reality of mission and just going out, being unseen and doing something beautiful. Uh, we had training over the summer in Steubenville, Ohio. And there was a night where we just, we were having dinner. I think it was like towards the end, we were having, uh, like, yeah, we're just having dinner. And we had some, I don't even think it was extra food, but we just had food. And you weren't there. Uh, and all of a sudden I see a whole bunch of people come inside, or not a whole bunch, but just a few people come inside. And you had left, so you were there, but you left to invite people off the street to come have dinner with us. Mm-hmm. And that was such a solid moment because no one, I don't think you said like, hey, look what I'm going to do. You just did it. Mm-hmm. And that's the foundation of Vagabond is to really go out and see who needs to be in mm-hmm. and bring them. Do what Jesus did. You know, sometimes as Catholics, because we have the sacraments, it's like, well, you need to come to us. Well, people aren't coming anymore. So how are we bringing the sacraments to people? How are we being, being Jesus to people? Some of them, I, this is the first time I realized we're at this, almost this post-Christianity mindset. What? Sorry, I, I, I'm just, I just, just, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remembered the memory. I was trying to think like what you were talking about, and then it just popped into my head. Like, yeah, it was because I like got this guy hitchhike, and now, now I remember the whole encounter because I was thinking like, yeah. I, I don't remember that, but it just popped into my head and made me laugh. Sorry, I totally remember no. it now. Yeah, but it was such a, a genuine moment. Um, what he's referring to is I was hit on for the first time in a very long time by you know, one of the guys I brought in. Yeah, it's like the most action ever. Like, it was just such a. <laughs> oh, God bless him. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. But you legit have founded Vagabond on, on such solid ground because you go out and you bring people in. Um, you know, this is the first time we've seen teenagers who are like, they don't know Jesus. And they don't know about the crucifix. They don't know mm. why Jesus died. They haven't heard about him, you know. Mm. And we get to go in and share the good news. Yeah, Chica, it, like I love uh, one of my favorite things about the podcast this season, besides having Santonio. Um, <laughs> you could hit that bar. Yeah, I saw guys. Oh, they like it. They like yeah. it. Oh, they're loving it. Oh, yeah, they, they do. Um, anyway, one of my favorite things has been <clears throat> different people um, just sharing what they see and, you know, how the Lord's encouraging them and speaking to them and, you, you know, obviously we're talking about bag one through. So through that, you know, so thanks for the unique perspective that you you uh, share with us today. You know, I mean, it was really like, I feel like it was really poignant to just kind of hear some of your observations. And um, yeah, I, I just feel like even as a host, like I kind of felt like I was like listening to the podcast, you know. Um, so, yeah. So thanks for uh, your, your beautiful gift of tongues, as you put it earlier, just to be able to share um stories in such a heartfelt way we really appreciate you being here with us today Amen. thank you for having me yeah 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 and we're excited Especially to this see early you. in the morning yeah 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 we, we, we did it nice and early because we were trying to do it the other day and um it <laughs> ended up being work. weird yeah it was like trying to do it over the phone or facetime it was, setup. Yeah, yeah it was the vibe was weird mm-hmm. you know um so anyway yeah so thanks for getting up nice and early um yeah we pray for you in your in your new role here excited to see you know with this new crop of missionaries, uh, what you're going to do. If uh, you're listening to this and and you're thinking, you know, maybe I want to throw my hat in the ring or, or you know someone who you think would 
would uh would be a good missionary go to vagabondmissions.com and uh it'll it'll teach you it'll it'll show you where to go from there but uh and you won't die coming to to pittsburgh or any site Mm -hmm. i promise you'll be all right no you won't you die to yourself the lord grants you humility praise god amen uh, hey, we need to make our thank yous, right? Yeah. We, you want to take us there? Yeah. I'd just like to thank uh, Franciscan, <laughs> Franciscan <laughs> University, uh, Dr. Deacon, Deacon Dr. Bob Rice. Thank you for uh, letting us use this space yes, in the sir. studio. Uh, I would like to thank Dan Bozak, the man with the golden hands from Aardvark Productions for editing this silly silliness. Um, and once again, Chica, thanks for being here. All right, Vagabond Nation, peace. Peace. Until next time. Deuces. Peace. Oh, peace? Oh, no. (laughs) Peace is deuces. Yeah, deuces, yeah. Yeah, it's the same.